It's time for Golf DMV. Highlighting golf in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. And now, here is Claude Jennings. Golf DMV on uh, Federal News Network. That's 1500 AM on your radio dial if you're in the DMV. If you're not in the DMV, you can listen online at federalnewsnetwork.com. But I prefer, if you're going to go online, to go to golfdmvpodcast.com. That's right. Mm-hmm. We need it's those all clicks. About, it's all about clicks at this point. That well. verse, that uh, voice you just heard right there, that's Vern. Vern, what's up? What's up? Jumping the gun. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. You're never jumping the gun. Always on time. And we've got LB uh, in studio as well. LB, what's up? Hello. So we've got a ton of stuff to get to. Bunch I of have stuff. no clue if we want to get to it all today, uh, but we're going to try to. Number one, our buddy Aaron Holland did send in the course review, so we're going to play that for you a little bit later in the program. Not sure when, but we'll get to it this show. Okay. If there's anything we're definitely going to get to, it's going to be Aaron's review. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, because he sent it in. He took the time to, you mm-hmm. know, to, to write something up, and then he uh, recorded the audio of it. And so, by the way, anyone listening right now, if you want to send in a course review, just mm-hmm. you know, record it on your phone and email golfdmvpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. You know, we'll listen to it. And if you're good enough, we'll play it on yeah. the show. Yeah, if it's not trash, we'll play it on the show. Yeah, <laughs> and if it is trash, we'll let you know. This is garbage. You got to re-record this. And you gotta, no, no, we, we're a lot you know, more nicer than that. Now, we've got Needwood to review. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a, a, a Waverly Woods update. Uh, uh, the owner, Joe Hills, <laughs> listened to the program and responded. Clapping uh, back at him. <laughs> exactly. He said he went, well, we'll tell you about all about Joe yeah. Hills and, uh, coming up. We got a PGA recap from the Houston Open. Also, Manny mm-hmm. Williams update. Gosh, PGA. PGA nine bridges. LB just packed the content for hey. today. Uh, pro golfers practice versus amateurs. I really want to get to that. Kevin mm. Na. Uh, it looks like LB. I don't know what this thing about Kevin Na is, but uh-huh. LB says Kevin Na. Dot dot dot. Add him to the pimp list. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Kevin, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not Kevin, nah, Kevin, yeah. That's pretty fun. Uh, and then Tiger's memoir, LPGA stuff, um, mm-hmm. my golf drought, and then uh, there's an article in uh, Golf uh, Digest that I want to um, talk about a little bit about as far as getting back on track. This uh, kid, Max Homa, talked a little bit about how he lost his PGA card in 2017, okay. right. got it back in 2019, uh, 2019, and was able to win um, a tournament, and he's talking mm-hmm. about just how he uh, changed things up. And he said most of it was before before he changed anything in his swing, before he practiced anything, it was all mental. Really? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So all between gonna, your ears. We'll, yeah, we'll get back yeah. to that okay. uh, in a second. But first of all, it is knit hat season in the DMV and mm-hmm. all over the country. Don't LB, by the way, has his – it was it, it was snowing all across like the 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 uh, Midwest and yeah. all the other you know what I mean like record yeah. snow I think in Colorado, yeah, in Colorado yeah. and in yeah. Montana Wyoming yeah. I mean, did you see the kids there was this one of the uh, somewhere out net part of the country uh-huh. they were doing their state golf championship right and it snowed and they did not cancel. Right. They were out there. This. You saw that? I saw <laughs> one kid was like trying to wipe the, the snow, snow off, off the, the greens. Green. Right. Snow. Yes, yeah. they played through. They sure did. Oh wow. Right. No excuses. Coming. Exactly. Coming. Right. We're all in the same element here, so it's even. Exactly. Okay. So if you're in Montana or if you're in Colorado or yeah, even yeah. if you're in the DMV and it's getting cold, you need these yeah. hats. GolfDMVPodcast.com. Yeah. They're $10. We've got yeah. a black and blue. Mm-hmm. Get both of them. They're nice hats. Yeah. They're very warm. They'll keep they're almost warm. too. They're almost too warm. Yeah. yeah. They really are warm. Yeah. Right. I remember yeah. last season I was playing. I said, I almost want to take this off, but it looks so cool. I didn't. Right. So I just want to continue. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 10 bucks to get your hat. Golf DMV yeah. podcast. Well, summer shirt for 20 15 Yeah, we've got so yeah, we've got the polo shirts up there that you got to know that price though. Yeah, 20 bucks. We've got light blue, we've got green, and no. we've got purple. No, it's light blue, mm-hmm. purple, and maroon. Your burgundy is yeah. maroon burgundy. All, the, all, oh, the, right. all yeah. the standard colors you get when you go to <laughs> Golf Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got maroon? <laughs> oh yeah, we got plenty of those right here. Right this way, sir. Buy a shirt. <laughs> uh, let's jump right in. Needwood. Uh, you guys played Needwood last weekend. Yes. Uh, and I don't think we reviewed Needwood at all this year, right? No, because in the last no. two years. Yeah, because we never, we never go there. For whatever reason, we just never go. Yeah. I never uh, played it. That was my first time playing. That's mm-hmm. Rockfield, correct? Uh, is it considered Rockfield? No, I think that's, in, yeah, that's inside. That's not it's far right by. It's right by Shady Grove Metro. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, just a few. Uh, yeah. Right party. on 97, right? Yeah. No, uh well, you can go that way and then get off on the other road, another road, another road. You could road. take 200 to like Shady Grove Road, okay. and it's not too yeah. far from that gate yeah. road. And, okay. Yeah, it's over that way. Ways. Yeah. On the Golf yeah. Day Red, Red, yeah. Redland, Redland Road, off between Redland 
and uh, Crabs Branch Way over that way. Right. And that the, if you know where Shady Grove Metro is, you're that, close. It's near there. Yeah. Yeah. We uh-huh. should try yeah. to get Waze as a sponsor. I mean, we're doing directions and we stuff. Do, we like do that. do it a lot. Yeah, you know, we do that a lot. We should try to. Okay, yeah. well, anyway. Right. Uh, Needwood, our thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, well, so, our thoughts, I mean your thoughts. I'm just Let me get this out of the way. I'm in a golf drought right now. Like yeah. The last time I played was... In Hawaii. In Hawaii. September 19th was the date, to right. be exact. Uh, shout out 83. Shout out 83. Last time I touched the club. <laughs> <laughs> and it was not a legit 83. I mean, it was probably closer to like an 87, 86. Mm-hmm. Eh. But on the yeah. scorecard, it's 92. 80, 82, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 96. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, 83. So it's been about a month for you. Now. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. No, exactly. I'm going to get out this weekend. I haven't even hit a, I haven't hit a driving range or anything. Oh, I haven't wow. even put it in You're the house. You're busy, just cranking. Yeah, yeah, I've been working a lot. Making that dollar. Yep. Yeah, Cheddar. Trying. Um, I mean, we went to Hawaii, so no, yeah. no, anyway. Yeah, you got to make up for that. <laughs> uh, Needwood. So it was uh, me, Vern, Rick McCormick, mm-hmm. oh, of which I have a picture of him on Instagram. Please go look at that. Yeah. Um, Reggie. <laughs> Reggie Reynolds, yeah. Reggie Reynolds. Uh, Aaron Holland and his buddy Troy. Yeah. They came up from Fredericksburg. Yep. And, and Reggie got stood up again by... Uh, Last time, the other guy stood him up. Oh, yeah. When we yeah. played renditions. Uh, Frank. No, that no, wasn't renditions. Somewhere no, else we no, played. No, it was uh, 1757. It was 1757. He played Manny. with us at yeah. renditions. Yeah, he played yeah. with us at renditions, and then Manny didn't show up. And then right. Frank was set to come out, and he didn't come. He didn't come, yeah. right. So we ended up with seven. Uh, everybody seemed to like the course. Um, Aaron Hap will have his. Is he Aaron reviewing Nee? Well, is he reviewing? He's reviewing uh, Laurel Hills. Laurel Hills, that's right. Laurel right, Hills, right, right. Um, yeah, Nee, it, it is a Montgomery County course. Um, it's a Montgomery County course. I mean, it's okay. all, it's in good shape. It was, in, I thought it was in good shape. Uh, Burr may agree or disagree. Uh, I thought the greens were big. <laughs> right. That they really had really good size greens. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah we still missed them, but they were big. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me phrase it. I still missed them. Yeah. <laughs> they were, but they were <laughs> they big. Tried, they tried their best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, it was in good shape. Uh, okay. Nothing, nothing spectacular about mm-hmm. it as far as the layout. I remember. Right. Um, most of them was pretty straight. So here's no. so here's what I'll say about Needwood. I think it's the new I think it's the new warm up course to go along with Falls Road. Okay, um, better than Falls Road or no? Not better. No, 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 not, no, 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 not no. better than Falls Road. Mm-hmm. Falls Road has, but it goes in the same category okay. of like, hey, I need this one is like really like, hey, I need a I need to feel good about golf again. Mm-hmm. I need something to dominate. Yeah, go to Needwood. It's mm-hmm. short. Um, you're not. Re- I lost one ball and I had a lot of errant drives. Yeah, but I only mm-hmm. lost one ball because it's pretty much a, a sort of like link style, I guess. Everything's okay. connected, so right. you can you know miss the fairway and hit from the other fairway and still make mm-hmm. the green. Uh, so friendly, short, um, in great shape mm-hmm. as you would expect from a Montgomery County course. But mm-hmm. how was the cost? Low cost? Uh, mm, sixty, mid sixties, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then no, that was yeah. a weekend morning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, nothing that's crazy. Good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, great shape. But that that the that's the one defining thing that I remember, Claude. Is just mm-hmm. that I was like, oh, a, a tune up. Yeah, no crazy features or anything mm-hmm. like that. But still fun to play. Good tune up course. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I will go back. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you will go back if someone's coming from the outside no. of the DMV. No. Would you? Okay, no. Mm-hmm. Nope. If mm-hmm. Someone who lives in the DMV. Would you recommend that they go play? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If absolutely. you need a uh, a warm up. Yeah. Yeah. I told. Yeah. I specifically told Glenn. I was like, he should. I think it's only like forty five minutes from Baltimore from him. Mm-hmm. He should. He should check that one out. And then uh, yeah. you know, so we added it to the list with Falls. It's Road. definitely not as it's it's definitely not as open as Falls Road though. Okay. Falls Road is definitely I think a little easier than Needwood. You think so? Yeah, because of uh, there was more tree. There's more trees on the on, back. Yeah, on Needwood than there is on Falls Road. Okay. I thought. Um. But yeah, yeah. They, I, I agree. I will put them in the same kind of category, like with Laytonsville. I mean, the same. Yeah, okay. you know what I mean. Yeah, Laytonsville, Needwood, Falls Road, short Needle. plays easy. Right, even Rye. I'm trying to think. Rattle would could could fit in that. Yeah, we haven't played there this year, have we? Uh, I, I haven't. Think so. I know yeah. I haven't. No, we haven't. No, we haven't. No, we haven't. Uh-uh. That's the one that starts out as pretty much a straight par four See, in the first hole. I think it's a par five straight. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so um, uh, so we how'd you guys play? Because so last week, LB, you yeah, I went to I went to lessons, but you had to get lessons with Brendan. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, first round post lessons. That was yes, that was the first round post lessons. Okay. Um, some improvements. Still, I mean, obviously, I still need to practice. Um, <laughs> um, I played today, and I played better than I played at Needwood. Okay, so it's it's starting to come into to, to focus, as they say. Okay, um, so you yeah, you I, felt better leaving Needwood than you felt. In a while. Oh, like absolutely. Like, and okay. I felt better today leaving Hampshire Green than I did leaving Needwood. Okay. So what yeah. are you, what are you, what, what's, yeah. what's, mm-hmm. what seems to be turning around? Like what's, um, irons. Okay. The iron play has got, is, is better now. It started, even the day it started off a little funky. Um, cause I hit a couple like 
they shanks basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but then I went back, you know, instead of doing, you know, how you, I uh, said, so we said this last week, he give you five steps, you get comfortable, and then you mm-hmm. only do four. Right. That's right. And then you do three. Well, I, I think I went to two or something early right. in the round. And then I said, okay. And I went back to five and started all over again. And then it started coming, it started coming into shape. I ended up shooting 92 today, and I had a plus three and a plus three consecutively on 17 and 18. Oh, wow. Okay, so, so this I was going to be a sub-90 right Yeah, I yeah. was 44 on the front. So oh, okay. I, I felt pretty, I, I was, you know, I felt yeah, pretty good. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it, it, it's coming into focus. My drives have been really well. Since since uh, the lesson with Brendan, the drive, my drives have been really good. He was, dri- he was really yeah. driving it well at uh, Edivo. Mm, at Edivo, okay. yeah. Okay. The drive, whatever he, whatever he changed, translated very well to the driver. Uh, not as much to the irons, but the driver is, is, is almost money now. Right, right. Um, but my seven iron and stuff like that sometimes can get squirrely. Okay. Um, but it, it's it's coming into focus. So, so well, I things have gotta attract. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm, cool. I'm, I'm, yeah. The I can see the light. Upward. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> there you go. Now, Ray, yeah. you weren't too concerned about your game last week. I mean, you know, not anything. Nothing beyond. Major. Nothing yeah, major. Yeah, just sort so. of just still working on some of the same stuff, trying okay. to get, you know, descending blows at impact, all that stuff. So you need wood. Um, Needwood played okay mm-hmm. for me, about average. I, I think I did a what is it, a par seventy, seventy one. It's a seventy. I, be, I shot seventeen plus basically. Okay, so it's, yeah, okay. It's eighty nine, I guess, equivalent yeah. or whatever. So, um, yeah, yeah, good, you know, good, okay round. Mainly, you played today uh, as well at Pendleton. Okay, this, so today was better. We're gonna get to that. LB had mentioned mm-hmm. Hampshire. Who was with you today? Today, Hampshire Green was uh, me, Reggie Reynolds. Alan, a buddy from San Diego. Yeah, who's uh, in town. Old Al Beta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds um, like a weatherman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he when I first saw him, he said, I'm sorry I, b- I brought the cold weather or something like, oh, why you have this cold weather? It's something about the weather, I forget. Because he had just come from Florida. Right. He had spent a couple weeks in Florida. Um, He was in town because his daughter just had hip surgery. Oh, okay. So he came up to help take care of her. But uh, we ended up playing this guy named uh, Young. Mm-hmm. Um, Young, well, <laughs> I was gonna say young fellow, but he, his name is his last name is Young, oh, but he's okay. seventy two years old. Okay, so oh, okay. yeah, so yeah. Um, that he was he it was our fourth, the fourth we had. Nice. How yeah. did everyone? How did how did it go? How did everyone? Everybody, the, uh, they were pretty good actually. Okay. Um, you know, for uh, I was going to say for old guys, yeah, but <laughs> that's, which is young, young for a bunch of old people, incorrect. Yeah. But they, you know, you know how uh, we always talk about this when. Uh, you see, we play a lot of women sometimes that'll do this. They don't hit the ball far, but they hit it straight. Right. Yep. And that's way young and, and pretty owls pretty much the same way. They, they don't hit them very far, but they hit them straight. Right. They're not losing a lot of balls. No, they're, no, no, no. They're always in the middle of the fairway. They, right. they just might be 50 yards behind you, but right. they, but they in the middle of the fairway. Hampshire was still looking good. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The greens were very fast though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Wasn't it that yes. way the last time we were there? Yeah, yes. with it, and they had the last time we did. I think they had a bad pin placement for yeah. the tournament. Oh, yeah, they, everything was tucked. Well, this time it wasn't tucked, but mm-hmm. the greens were very to the point where we were missing. Uh, I mean, it was. I probably had five putts that missed within like a quarter inch, mm. and you would see you see it going to the hole, and right. you, everybody's expected to fall in. And it just somehow doesn't. It just goes right past it. And they were like, how did that not fall? Man, yeah. Skipping you past know? the edges. Yeah. 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 A bunch of those today. But the greens were very fast. Very right, fast today. Right. And now, so, Vern, you went to Pendleton yeah, with Glenn. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Me and Glenn met up at my house, drove down to Pendleton, hit with uh, Charles and Pops, uh, coach, I guess. Um, did pretty well. I, did, I just mm-hmm. found an 86 there. Mm-hmm. Um, so not nice. not too bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh, Charles played. I thought he was. I thought it was. Oh, coach, coach had, yeah, coach had to uh, go to New York for something, so Charles, oh, okay. uh, Charles subbed in for him. Uh, did he um, have his Did he have his Windex with him? Uh, I I did not see the Windex. <laughs> I did not see the Windex. I tried to get him to drink some cider with whiskey in it, but he turned me down on that too. See if he would turn up. But uh, <laughs> he said no. So uh, Can yeah. you imagine Charles uh, turned up? I I could not. <laughs> oh, maybe we don't want to. Yeah, see I was Charles say, he, wait, up. he wakes up yeah. that way. Um, so yeah, yeah, it was a it, it was a good round. I think everything was. Our driver was a little squirrely. It could have been lower, but the uh, the irons were money today. The, nice. the pitching wedge, spe- okay. specifically. I think uh-huh. uh, coming in, you said you finished with three, three, three. I think uh-huh. I finished like. Par bogey, par par par. Nice, okay. just because of the I, I believe in like 135 out, just yeah. a pitching wedge, mm-hmm. just smoking them right on the green, okay. and missing the birdie putt, of course. Right, right, right like right. four, four or five feet. So. <laughs> That's how you close out. And how is Glenn's game coming along? Uh, Glenn's game is coming along pretty well. Uh, I think Waverly was, was really good, uh, mm-hmm. was really good for him or whatever. But um, 
didn't play as well today as he liked, yeah. but I, I, I will say, you know, like like you said last time, like he's only been playing for what two, yeah, two, you know, mm-hmm. since the middle not of the long. summer, not right. long. Yeah, so he's made a, a tremendous improvement. Nice. So, Good yeah. How did he like playing at a course where there was wasn't going to be any fighting, as opposed to the Boston one? <laughs> he didn't know what to do. Well, so. well, almost. We, well, yeah, we we hit Charles accidentally hit into the group. And, <laughs> oh. and, and, well, it was an accident because yeah. like, I guess it's one of those things where they disappear over the hill with the cart. They like uh. they like disappeared like literally like right to the other side of the hill. Yeah. So he drove and then the cart just popped right back up on the hill oh, immediately, okay. just to signal that hey we're still here. Yeah. Okay. But the guy was cool. He was apologetic after he said they were, they were moving slow in front of him. So okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. So, well, one day we're going to get uh, yeah. get Glenn out there on, on a round where he doesn't have to fight anybody. Um, let's move on to another course review. We got Aaron Holland, um, uh, our buddy Fredericksburg, right? Yep. Um, and you guys have played twice with Aaron. Uh, two, three, three, times. three times. Three times. Good night. Yeah. No, seventeen fifty-seven. Lake Presidential. Yep. And Eva. So yep. this is our third times. time. Yeah. Yep. I've been inactive. Mm-hmm. Aaron, I got to apologize. But to make yeah, it up, he I keeps saying, "Where's Claude? Yeah, he called you out. Yeah. He, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm like a. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm a um, invisible figure. I don't really exist, Aaron. <laughs> but he's the guy. us a course review. He played Laurel Hills, uh, and we'll play that one for you guys right now. Okay, Claude, LB, and Vern golf dmb podcast this is my review for the laurel hill golf course in lorton virginia i played yesterday october 14th with um, a group that included my friend troy and some people from his job Uh, the course is very nice very difficult uh, very scenic it's on the site of what used to be a prison and uh, it's a beautiful golf course. We played from the white tees at 6,386 yards. Um, big, huge greens, rolling fairways. Uh, not that much carry, a lot of elevation on the course, a lot of uphill tee shots. No water on the course, but lots of bunkers. Lots of bunkers, bunkers sort of deep, some not too deep, but very, very big bunkers. The fairways were in excellent condition. Um, the greens, of course, like I said, they were very nice. They were in excellent condition also. Pretty quick. I would say a little quicker than when I played at Blue Mash a few weeks ago. Um, I don't know what my friend shot. Uh, I think like, I don't know, 105, 106. I shot 84. Had a very good day. Made a lot of good up and downs. Um, may, I did have one birdie, uh, hit, uh, par three from, I don't know, 170 some yards, hit it to about 10 feet down here, slide a putt. I made it. Um, I would definitely recommend, I know it's a long way for you guys to come, but it's right off of 95, not quite in Woodbridge, uh, probably one or two exits north of Woodbridge, but, uh, I would recommend very nice course. It was $88 to play. Range balls were included. I know that's always important to you all. Uh, if a course is going to charge over $50, they, they should throw in range balls, and they did. Very nice driving range. Uh, they had a putting green and a separate pitch and chipping green with a sand bunker. So the practice facility was very nice. Clubhouse was nice. Um, fully stocked clubhouse, of course. Everything was overpriced in there. We did not stay and eat, but they had a uh, patio out back where you could sit. Something like Lake Presidential. But uh, that concludes my review of Laurel Hill Golf Course. And like I said, I would recommend that when you all get a chance, when you can make it down here south, you should come play it. All right, there we have it. All cool. right. Aaron, I, mean, I got I got to get out there to hit with yeah, you with, do. With Aaron. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I got to get out of here with you guys. <laughs> Aaron and whoever, and also Coach and Charles, everybody else. I mean, um, yeah, we'll, we'll work it out, figure it out. Um, good. So yeah, again, if you want to send in your course reviews, golfdmvpodcast at gmail dot com. That's the email address. Uh, feel free uh, to do that. Real quick, let's uh, recap this whole. Um, uh, uh, the Houston Open uh, in the in the moments we've we've got left. So Houston Open PGA Tour LB, what you got? Okay, Houston Open was won by Lanto Griffin. Ever heard of him? Uh, on the Golf Channel this week when they were talking about the winner of the Houston <laughs> Open. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So he won. It was his first win uh, on tour. He has no second place, no third place. It's just that one win. Um, he is originally from. I I didn't know who he was, so I looked him up a little bit. Um, 
he plays from Blacksburg, Virginia, which is a little odd. Um, well, odd in the sense that it's Blackbird, Virginia. I mean, who is, that's not like a, like a golf mecca. Yeah, right, you know right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but did, so let me back a little bit more. The Houston Open itself was, uh, what do I say about this tournament? There was nobody there. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it really was. I, on, the, on the 18th, I watched, cause I watched a little bit of it, cause I'm stupid like that. Um, <laughs> there was nobody there. I mean, the gallery was so thin. Yeah. On the 18th hole, it was like two people deep. Oh, wow. I mean, Are that's what I'm serious? saying. It was nobody wow. there. Yeah. There were times when they would show people on the course playing. Right. And they would just, you would, you was, it was like us playing. I mean, right. you see the person in the woods, on the trees. Just again, no, no gallery. No gallery at all. Like, lining the fairways or walking beside them, there was nobody there. Um, that's funny. So, yeah, but he won $1.35 million. So, you can't be mad enough for that. Not bad. Um, like I say, he, he plays from Blacksburg. Um, he uh, he went to VCU. It was a uh, graduate in 2010, a marketing major. He's six foot three, one ninety, thirty one years old. Turned pro in 2010, so I can say that was his first win, uh, career wise. So he, again, he won one point three on that tournament. Mm-hmm. Right. His career is two point one. Oh wow! So that was a big payday. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. That was more than you know, <laughs> more than yeah. half of what he been he's made in the uh, nine years he's been pro. Good night, um, so yeah, um, it, I did look up his name, but it's it's kind of long because I was like Lanto, Lanto. That's kind of an odd name, yeah. Lando. Yeah, Lanto, <laughs> Lanto. It, yeah, L A N T O. Oh, not Calrissian, right? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, the one couple things I did look up. Uh, so he was his parents apparently, and I didn't say this. The guy on Golf Channel, I did hear this part. He said, "Well, you you name Lanto when your parents are hippies." Oh, oh, That's wow! What the guy well, on Golf Channel going right Who's at it. Right? Who is that? At Chambly. The, no, the guy, you know, the, I think it's the morning drive. Oh, okay. All right. The one guy's got like a little piece of gray hair in the middle of his. Yeah. That I know, guy. I, I, don't, I don't know his name. I think Gary Williams. No. Oh, no. I don't, I don't know what his name is. Yeah. I'm not a fan of him. Yeah, I don't, we don't I, need to know his name. Yeah, him. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but he's so, the Lanto actually is a, uh, is Oh, the, Robert Dameron is the guy you're talking about. Okay. Whatever his I name think is. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So he was named after a spiritual master. Oh, okay. a spiritual master. Okay. Right. So I looked, I got a whole sheet here, but it was too much to go into. Because <laughs> okay. I was like, well, okay, what does that mean? So oh, Lanto. Look at what the, yeah, okay. Lanto. Mm-hmm. So actually, it's actually was a, it's not like a spirit person. It's a real person. Right. So it's a real person who actually like sat at the foot of some other spiritual person. Like a Buddha thing or something? Yeah, kind okay. of. But it's like a place way out west and you go no. up in the hills. Uh, I don't want to call it a cult. But it's it kind of something. Yeah, it, it just felt, seems like it could yeah, be it could something be. like that. Right. right. Okay. It's a whole, I got a whole, if you want to read it, I got a whole bunch of information on it, but I, it was too much for me to comprehend. <laughs> All I know was, yeah, yeah. so Lanto, he was named Is he a person of the Lanto? Like, does he believe in that or he's just well, named after so there's a, see, see, you ask, keep asking questions. I'm going to have to pull my sheets out. <laughs> <laughs> but they were talking about how you, uh, the one guy has the, uh, here it goes. Uh, uh, so having studied under Lord Himalaya and gained the mastery in the retreat of the Blue Lotus, Lord Lanto elected to use the yellow plume oh. to enfold the hearts of all mankind. He is dedicated to the perfection, perfectionment of the evolutions of this planet through cosmic Christ illumination. Wow. The golden flame that he bears is charged with the momentum of God victory for the youth of the world. Pass that blunt. Yeah. I feel victorious. I feel illuminated, actually. Yeah. yeah so like I said, it's a whole bunch of stuff. I was like, okay, they went way deep on that one. Yeah. So, but that's where he got his name from. Just, hey, wow. so then he got Eric Badu once said it in a song, what good do your words do if they can't understand you? Seriously. <laughs> I have no clue. When the <laughs> flower crosses on the sunset, Lanto will build the mountain. I mean, that's wild, bro. <laughs> like, what are you saying? What does right. it mean? Yeah, but you know, it. it's all love, whatever. That's what you do. Hey, you congrats know. on your win. Yeah. Yeah. You win. 1.3 yeah. million. Yeah. Exactly. I'm so in Lando. Don't spend it all in one spot. Yeah, so let's do yeah. this whole Manny Millions. For those who are okay. new to the show, the Manny Millions got a son. He loves golf. I don't want to put pressure on him to be successful. <laughs> or, you know, I want to be one of those Hollywood parents. They're like, listen, make it to the tour, son. You don't have to win anything. Just finish in last place. Yeah, right. Just make the so cut. we said if you make the cut in every tournament and finish in last place, mm-hmm. you can make over $600,000 a year mm-hmm. playing golf, which right. is great. And so now yep. we can just keep track of who's the last the right. first, the last place finisher mm-hmm. or as we call them the last place winner or the yes. first place loser 
Yes. Or however you want to look at that. How, right? yeah. 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 Glass half full, glass half empty. Person. Right. And, and, and it's a way for us to learn some new players. Mm-hmm. So this guy is not really new player. He's, he's been around for a minute. So this is Bill Haas. Oh he, yeah. We know yeah. that name, right? He yeah. finished at plus 10. He won $14,325. From what most people say, I mean, it's like given his pedigree, he hasn't really, uh, lived up to the potential that most people thought he would. In they were expecting more Well, we'll get to, I, I was surprised at some of these numbers. So we'll get to them. So Bill Haas, six foot two, 185 pounds, 37 years old. Married to Rugrats. He was a graduate of Wake Forest. Okay. Demon Deacons. Uh, mm-hmm. ACC. Now think of that. Demon Deacons. He, in 2004, he graduated. And he was a religious studies major. Oh. Really? At Wake Forest? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Religious studies, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so born in Charlottesville. Prof- as if I'm an expert right, on right. what the college is all. You know, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know why I said that. Right. So uh, <laughs> he's born in Charlotte. Uh, he lives in uh, Greenville, South Carolina now. Uh, turn pro in 2004. He, okay, here's the guessing game. Okay, Guess so how much his uh, career earnings. Mm-hmm. Career earnings. He has six wins okay. on the tour, five second place finishes, five third place finishes, and 57 top tens. Wow. 57 yeah. top tens. Wow. He's, in 392 events, he's made 277 cuts. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't. I was surprised too when I saw his 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 uh, okay. winnings and stuff. So I'm right. going to go high. Okay, yeah, I'm going to go fifty-seven million dollars. Okay, um, seem to seems more high. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go <laughs> seems more high. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. go like I'm gonna go like twenty-two. Okay, in that case, Vern will win thirty. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll yeah. shout. Oh, 30, <laughs> <laughs> 30 million. Uh, I told you he was an underachiever. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. So his, he's the son of Jay Haas, who was mm-hmm. a PGA uh, player and a champion tour player. His uncle Jerry was a PGA player in the 90s, and he is also the head coach at Wake Forest. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder how that works out. I want to see his high school grades. Yeah. Old Billy, see how to get in the Wake Forest because they got the whole college cheating scandal stuff. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, he legit plays golf though, so I guess yeah, he right. still let I guess him he could. And so his great uncle is Bob Goldby, who won the 1968 Masters. So he's got golf in his blood. Okay, yeah. So that's that's enough about Bill. So the name Haas though made me think of the guy Phil Haas Phil from Better Golf, Better, right? From the yeah, day he had a right, radio had show. A, yeah, I looked him up because he his shop closed down years ago. Did it? Um, but I was wondering if they were related. And oh. I couldn't find I did Google it for a little while. I couldn't find anything. To, oh, okay. Just okay. to confirm. But yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. So All that's right. stuff okay. for many millions. There we go. Mm. And there's the many millions for this week, folks. Uh, man, I'm trying to tell you, I, I, I'm in a golf drought and I've got to break out of it in a week. Like I haven't we picked up a it. club. I haven't, I touched, I, I brought my bags in from the car, my golf bag in from the car. Right. And moved it to the living room and then mm-hmm. down to the basement. Oh, I haven't no. even cleaned the clubs. <laughs> so I'm in, I'm in a bad place golf wise, but I'll, 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 I'll get out of it and, and, and work it all out, try to figure that all out. So coming up after the top of the hour, we've got more uh, stuff, some PGA stuff, LPGA stuff. We've got to figure out what this whole thing with Kevin Na. And I read an article about uh, Max Homa, uh, and he talked about how he was in a bad place in golf, but he turned things around and it had very little to do with what he did on the course. We'll have more of that coming up next. Radio listeners, you got top of the hour news podcast people. You're going to hear some uh, ads, namely LB trying to get some money from you. It's Golf DMV. <laughs> Hi, this is LB from Golf DMV. Have you thought about advertising your business? Well, consider us as your cost-effective advertising solution. We offer a variety of options and terms to meet your needs. Contact us at golfdmvpodcast.com for more information. It's time for Golf DMV. Highlighting golf in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. And now, here is Claude Jennings. All right, it is the uh, second half hour of Golf DMV on Federal News Network. 1500 a.m. in the DMV, all over the place on uh, GolfDMVPodcast.com. It is uh, hat season. Feel free to pick mm-hmm. one of those hats. Keep your ears warm, keep your head warm, all that stuff. Keep our pockets fat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you mean get our pockets fat. Yeah. Speaking of fat pockets and things going on, there may be an opportunity to travel with Golf DMV. We'll let you guys know about that later. It may happen. It may not. Okay. But yes. we'll see what happens. Yes. LB's looking like, what, <laughs> what, what is this dude talking about? about? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Uh, so we wanted a lot of stuff to get to, but we were having this conversation in between uh, segments 
um, about our buddy Rick McCormick and mm-hmm. the picture that you had posted on Instagram. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's just talk about this. Cause, and you talk to Rick. He, like, he yeah. knows we're going to talk about it. Oh, right. yeah. I and told him. Gonna, oh, yeah. Because I took the picture. Fry him up yeah, for this. Right. Several times during right. that day. Okay. He let so him know. Let me, let me start this by saying to one of our, our uh, Instagram followers, Mr. Or Mrs. Walking MD Golf. That was not LB's. That is not my <laughs> device on the uh, or that's in the picture. I took the pictures, but that is not that is not me. All right. Well, for some context, uh, LB, what are we talking about? Like, what okay, we- so one of our one of our regular semi regular playing mm-hmm. partners, uh, and I will call his name now, Mr. Rick McCormick. Right. That is Rick. Almost poop his pants, McCormick. Okay. Um, that was the that was the radio version of what I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. Um, he showed up on our round at Needwood with this device and it's on, it's on our Instagram page. You all can go see that. And you'll, you, when you see it, you know exactly what I'm talking you can about. Find us golf DMV podcast on Instagram. Yes, on Instagram. Uh, so it's, it's, it's basically a, like a, uh, what you call it. It's like a fork that you stick in the ground mm-hmm. and you, you lean your pole, you lean your club up against it. So you don't lay your, lay your club down. It looks around. like something like my grandmother has in like her garden. To right. Like hold up a plant. Exactly. Yeah, you know, you know exactly. what I mean? Something right. like that, right? Basically it's right. just a wire hanger to keep your, to, to keep your, uh, <laughs> the club grip elevated so it doesn't get wet. wet. So right. his hands don't get wet. And <laughs> cold. Right. right. <laughs> so when I saw, when he pulled this thing, I was like, right. what is that? He said, Oh man, I got this. I think this is a good idea. Yeah. You, you stick like, it. You stick it in the ground, right? Right. And you lean your club up lean and you sit upright. Got yes. It. Did he tell you how much he paid for that? Uh, I think he said somewhere it was less than twenty, more than ten. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I said, so I so said, he still hasn't paid for his golf DMV hat. But anyway, go ahead. You're right. More, yeah. than, more than ten. <laughs> right. I mean, you could do this with like a like a coat hanger. Right. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> he basically bought a coat hanger <laughs> to put his golf club on. <laughs> okay. So I said, Rick, I said, they have these things. And actually, you have one. I pointed to his back. He looked at me inquisitive, like, what are you talking about? Right. I said, it's called a towel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put it around the club. club and you lay it down. Yeah. You lay your grip part in the, in the towel. That's what I do all the time. Right. And you can use the towel also to clean your ball off and to clean your clubs. Mm-hmm. It has multiple purposes. Yeah. Right. You know? <laughs> Great value. <laughs> right. Great value. He, I was like, dude, you kidding me. I said, this would be, f-. I said, I'm fine with you using this if you have like, you got an injury. You can't mm-hmm. bend over. A back issue or something. Yeah, but I could. I, that's why I put his picture up there too. So he, I, at one point, I said, "Kimmy, I need you to come stand <laughs> stand next to this thing so I can take your picture." Yeah, he said, "I'm not standing over there." I said, well, "I took your picture anyway." Yeah, so you might as well just come. It was such a beginner kind of move. Yeah, he was. Always, I was immediately ashamed of his decision <laughs> right. to buy. A, a wire, a, a wire metal hanger to stick in the ground to keep his grip from getting wet right. and his hands from being cold. Yeah. <laughs> and this is what friends are for to let you know you make that decision. Like, we'll never Absolutely. abandon Rick. Oh, not at all. Not we'll at never all. abandon yeah. him. It's just that we have to let him know that this was yeah. a bad move. Rick, a bad... Is, Rick is good for comic relief. That's if nothing else. Now here's my here's my theory behind why he purchased this. Like uh-huh. the actual reason behind it. Okay. okay. Now you guys have been playing for Rick with Rick for years, mm-hmm. and um. With this year excluded, when was the last time you remember Rick buying clubs, new clubs? Not since I've known him. I've, yeah, never, since yeah. I've known him, he's had the same, same clubs. Yeah. When was the last time you remember Rick, again, excluding this year, buying a, a bag? None. Just, oh, wait, excluding this year. Yeah, none. Yeah. 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 This right. year, what did Rick get? Well, he got new clubs and new bags. <laughs> yeah. Well, because his wife ran over his old stuff. <laughs> that's, how, that's how he ended up getting new stuff. But, right. Yeah. The round, the first round I played with Rick after he got his new clubs. Uh, right. 16 out of the 18 holes, he talked to me about those new clubs. Uh, it's all he wanted to talk about. Right, he was, was excited. Which is great uh-huh. because we're all excited about that kind yep, of stuff. Yep, right? yep. And it's been a long time. So he had years and years and years. It's a big deal for him. Some of us have gotten cl- you know, clubs you know, more frequently. than Rick, And so we don't talk about it as much. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> Here's my thing. I didn't even ask him about the clubs. He just offered like how he felt about them. <laughs> so, Claude, did you see the? Uh, I saw you looking at my clubs. Did you see the fastback plating on the Callaway? You know what that's for? That's for speed. Let me break it down. As Claude is trying to putt, <laughs> right? And, 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 and I was just trying to think. He, he, took, he takes extra long to wipe the clubs down yes. now before, mm-hmm. after we hole out, right? I'm yeah. sitting in the cart, mm-hmm. and he's taking his time wiping yep. the clubs down. Every little nook and cranny. And I'm like, why? I'm like, oh, you know what? It's a new, new club. Right. And then new I club. noticed the new bag that he had. Right. I'm like, wait yeah. a minute. Yeah. 
And here's the thing. No new I, shoes, though. I got a new bag. I got no. a new bag this year, but he yeah, no, does not have new shoes. Yeah. I got a new bag, but I got that bag from Vern. Uh-huh. LB's got a new bag. He got that bag from Vern. Yeah, sure did. Rick, who routinely would do things, even, you know, play certain rounds and not, you know, mm-hmm. being economical, and I get, you know, right, of course, right, I get yeah. it. That's cool. Bought a new bag. Yes. Mm-hmm. An expensive new bag. An expensive yeah. new bag. And it's so a nice I bag, too. That he, and it's a very nice bag. It and is. So I think... In his excitement of buying new things golf, right. he reverted back to being a beginner and mm-hmm. bought something totally, totally useless, useless. Something that he didn't need. Because he wanted right. something new. Right. This is the first season yeah. in a long time that That's he true. had the new exactly. something new. Like yeah. spent some money. Yeah. Exactly. Should have bought a new putter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> does he not have a new putter? No. Is the same old I, I, is that a new one? Oh, know. does he have a new putter? He might have he might a new putter. Yeah, he yeah. might have a new putter. Then the old gold. Yeah. But you were just saying that his putter wasn't working. Yeah. yeah. He was yeah. missing a lot well, of putts. Yeah. Yeah. He never could putt, though. That never was a strong putt. Yeah. The strong, guy. strong yeah. part of his game. So the boss the boss golfs on Instagram said he had a buddy that broke out a, a ball retriever one time, and they talked trash to him the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> and he said he never brought it out again. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's what we do around here. We shame you into in acting like you've been there before. And, and our workout said, who is that lazy? <laughs> <laughs> Nice, nice. That's funny. Uh, so good. The whole Golf DMV Instagram community came for Rick McCormick. And, yeah. No, but we, we love Rick. Yeah, I mean, he's my boy, but it's, just, man. it's funny. We all I mean, make mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why your friends are there to punish you. Exactly. <laughs> it's our way of making sure you don't make the same mistakes. That's exactly. Right. Don't so do it again. when you go to Target and you see that little contraption that helps you mark your ball, don't buy right. it. Yeah, don't right. Right. <laughs> I want to see you walking around with like the half plastic ball thing with right. three holes in it and a line so you can precisely it mark the ball. It makes a star. <laughs> <laughs> see? It's like a little template. Right. Whose ball is that? Oh, well, let me see if it's mine. It's the one with the star on it because look at my utensil here that I purchased with the, with the, with the three quarters marker. Not even a full Sharpie, but a little small three quarters marker. Oh, put God. on the keychain thing here in my bag. Yeah, so don't, don't do that. Right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. uh, LBC really excited about this Kevin Knott story. Oh, Kevin Knott, um, yes. Let's add him Kevin to Knott. the pimp list. Why should we... Uh, yeah. Yeah, so remember uh, back when Rory... I didn't, there's a pimp list. Well, he's, I, I, I keep a pimp list. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rory is on that Rory's list. Rory's on my pimp list because gotcha. he, told, he told that chick Carolina that... Uh, was in the act. Yeah, he's yeah. like, nah, I'm not marrying you. Right. And yeah. then I'm done with you. So Kevin had another similar type story. So it's a very long story, but I'm going to cut... I'm going to cut it down. I'm going to cut it down quite a bit. Okay. So after Kevin won the other day, right. well, it was a couple weeks ago when he won... Um, you know, he was really emotional on the, when they were interviewing, he was really emotional about some stuff that had been going on in his life that apparently we, well, we didn't know, we being in the United States. It was mostly over in Korea. Okay. It was going on behind the scenes over there. A lot of people talking smack about him over there. So this is why they were talking smack. Um, so I'm going to skip a lot of the articles. Says, um, he says, I haven't wanted to talk about this, but it's been bothering me for quite some time. Now I told uh, Ship Nook, that's the guy who he uh, interviewed, Ship Nook. Um, there have been too many rumors and false statements, and it's very and it's been very hurtful. Now uh, I have a family, and I feel I need to protect them and my name. Okay, okay, here we go. <sighs> okay, the drama centers around an engagement that Na broke off in 2014. Na and his former fiance met through a matchmaker in 2013 and were engaged by the end of the year. A month before their would-be November 2014 marriage, now broke off the engagement. Okay. okay. Now, now it gets fun. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, meeting with his former fiance and her family in October uh, 2014 ahead of the Korean Open, now believe it was a respectful way to formally end the engagement. Joining her, her fiance's family was his attorney. And hold up, hold up. Uh, I, I can't say his first name. I'm just going to say his last name is Lee. Okay. Um, who was introduced as an uncle. Oh, no. So he took his lawyer and introduced his lawyer as an uncle. <laughs> He's my uncle. Right. <laughs> you can call him Mr. Lee. Right. He says, the meeting quickly turned. Her dad told me, this is not saying, her, her dad told me, if you don't change your mind and marry my daughter, I'm coming after you. Wow. Oh, wow. That's what that's what her father said. That sounds like a threat. Yes. Yeah, a threat. She said uh she said uh <laughs> he did not change his mind and a few days later uh he was greeted at the Korean Open by the mother of his former fiance holding an inflammatory sign that read 
American golfer, nah, give back my daughter's life as cleanly as you sent her stuff back. Dang. And so I saw I'm not the, sure if I know what that means, but she went for him. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> like, there's I don't a, know what you think you're saying. Yeah, like, very, right. very wordy put down. Sense. Exactly. But, yeah. So but <laughs> we'll work on but it. there's a there's a picture of this of this lady standing outside the tournament <laughs> right? with that sign. And she's got she's she's like got a, got a jacket on, she got a hat on, <laughs> right. and she got like a a, a mask or, or a handkerchief or something covering on, her, her nose <laughs> so you can't really see. All you can kind of see is her eyes. <laughs> And she's holding up this big sign, but it's in Korean, so I don't know what it says. Right. <laughs> but it, the picture's hilarious. Just one person, too. Just one person. Just her, just her standing with, with this With the sign. mask on, like, right. come on, knock it off. We know who you are. So, Kevin Nas, so fiance's mom, right. get out of here. It gets worse. So Nas ex-fiance's, uh, Nas ex-fiance filed a lawsuit that included scandalous details of the couple's sex life. And received tentilating of coverage in the Korean tabloids. Oh, no. She revealed to say she's saying that he did. No, no, this was she she filed a lawsuit and included details about their sex life. Oh. Uh, 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 The lawsuit centered around his ex fiance making three long term visits to stay in Nas, stay with Nas in Las Vegas during their engagement, uh, which they just deemed to be enough to consider her Nas common law wife. No. And entitled, no. And entitled her to $400,000 of Nas earning. Oh. Now hold on now. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're Kevin Nas and I got to see his career earnings, yeah. 400K might be enough to make this whole thing stop. Like, you know what? Here, right. you got you to get out of my life. So, so it keeps going. So Nas paid roughly half that, according to golf.com, mostly for the cost of the call, of the called off wedding and the ex-fiance's airfare to and from Las Vegas. He then countersued her for defamation of character. For $200,000. The, the, the proceedings <laughs> took years to resolve, but eventually Nas was vindicated. Oh, nice. So this is not talking now. Uh, not only did I win my suit, but she has to pay me close to $50,000 when a typical ruling in defamation lawsuit is only a few hundred dollars, Nas said. I think that shows the judge agreed how, damage, how damaging uh, her the statements were. So, uh, yeah, so it goes back and forth and stuff, but uh, so he, yeah, so he now he's married, he's got a couple kids, and, and everything is good, but um, I thought it was funny how they suing each other, and the, the father was like, "Nah, you gonna marry my daughter? Oh, I'm gonna yeah, something mm-hmm. to you, you know what I mean?" So <laughs> nah, yeah, not nah, so. gonna get this D. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah. I mean that's crazy though. I mean, with with, with the story about the mom just showing, up. right? Yeah, <laughs> the handkerchief over her face in yeah, the side. You gotta, got uh, I gotta find that picture. It was a, it, just oh. the picture alone was funny enough for me. Almost, but yeah. That so any, story. like I say, any any guy that can. Uh, that figures out at some point before he says I do that this is not the right one. Right, I applaud them. Yeah, well, well, and we I gotta get do. we gotta get Kevin Nas some grime time friends when he comes to me and says, "All right, I know what I'm gonna do. I got this lawyer that looks nothing like, me, <laughs> but I'm gonna tell him he's my uncle." Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they fall right into the trap. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Now, why would his uncle? I mean, his uncle. Why would his lawyer even advise him to? Right. So yeah, this is a good idea. Like, yeah. no, yeah, we right. shouldn't do anything around a family. Yeah, we yeah. should break this up. You guys break it off, yeah, and yeah. then if it goes to you know mm-hmm. legal stuff, then. Bring me in, yeah, me. but I, I think uh, maybe it's me their culture, though. Oh, that you, know, you know, you have to formally right. do everything very efficiently, right? And, and even the things said they were they were introduced by a matchmaker, and I wondered if that was if that arranged and all that. Yeah. Like, when it was kind of arranged marriage, was that like match dot com? What are we talking about? Mm-hmm. When he right. says a matchmaker, he's probably uh, cool with it. But then he started winning tournaments, getting money. He was like, hey, I got opted up. <laughs> right. right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he clearly didn't have an issue at times when he was flying right. out to Las Vegas to right. stay for for a while. So I mean, at some point. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, yeah. so he's like, okay. so I asked him good. to my pimp list. Him yeah. and him and uh, McElroy now on my on my pimp list. And the only thing you got to do to make that list, folks, is to break off an engagement. Break off an engagement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's literally how do gonna... something semi scandalous with some women. That's yeah, right. Just, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I should uh, put a Dustin Johnson should be on my on my pimp list. Hey, he's, well, he's on there. Yeah, yeah he definitely. On yeah, he yeah. is the list. He's on a whole different list all <laughs> yeah. by himself. He's, he's, yeah. he's holding the list. Yeah, yeah. Roy McElroy and uh, Kevin not even deserve to be on the same list as DJ. There's only two people on that list. DJ. And Tiger, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Max Homa, uh, PGA Tour player, twenty-eight years old. Uh, I saw this great story in uh, Golf Digest where they interviewed him uh, in 2017. He lost his uh, PGA card. He only made two cuts uh, in 17 starts. He regained his uh, tour card in 2019. 
uh, by winning the uh, Wells Fargo. And he regained it in 2019, and he won the Wells Fargo uh, in May. And he said a couple of things that um, stood out to me in this um, article, uh, mostly about getting this game together. Uh, he said, I was playing terrible, and I wanted uh, to take a little bit of time to review everything about my game and really kind of go at it. Uh, but he said, and so he, he had a whole section about just things he did in his practice routines and in, in, in driving range sessions and mm-hmm. stuff like that to get better. Uh, but he says, but before, if, if you need help with your game, you know, he said, before you read this stuff, I want you to understand one thing. He said, put the scorecard away before making any major changes. If you're still in season mode and your handicap matters, you're going to struggle to commit to anything that feels good or looks different uh, than what you're currently doing. You need time to adjust, but patience pays off. And he was saying, you know, mm-hmm. that, that, that if you're really going to adjust your game, don't care about the scorecard anymore. Right, right, right. If you're really going to try to improve, he said, because if you're playing right now and your game is in a state of, you know, just mm. tragedy at this right, point, right. don't worry about your score. Right. Yeah. Work on fixing the problems and put the scorecard mm. down. And I just think about myself about how many times I'm thinking, okay, I got to fix this, got to fix this, got to fix this. And the scorecard, what he's saying is, and I'm still mm-hmm. checking the scorecard. Right, you're still so, trying to play. Right. right. My score right. means too much to me right. at mm-hmm. this point. To, for me to do anything to try to get better. Cause I won't right. stick to a long term kind of right, situation right. to change anything. Right, it's like, right. no, because at this point, if you still care about getting an 86 as opposed to a 93, you're missing the whole point. Right. Mm-hmm. The whole point, like we're mm-hmm. talking about, is right. to play from the tips. Right. Shoot under, under 85. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It takes time to implement those changes. Right. Exactly. Right. And so if you're going to do some stuff now, Put it down. Mm-hmm. He also talked about um, positive mindset. He said, I had to stop telling myself that I suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, uh, he said, uh, when I play, I don't get ang- I don't get mad anymore because I realize it's a waste of my energy. Anger will uh, wear you out. And that's what changed the most this year. Mm-hmm. That he just stopped getting angry at himself. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I thought that that was really good insight from a yeah. tour player who, yeah. you know, got on tour, lost his card, fought hard to get back mm-hmm. and said, listen, you know, don't worry about the scorecard. Right. Fix what you want, what you need to fix. That's why he took time away because he had to just. Fix it, right? And he did, mm-hmm. and then he doesn't let his emotions get the best. Of I think him that's the, the the perspective of somebody who, like, I, I feel like when you lose that tour card, mm-hmm. you're gonna make some wholesale changes really quick. Yeah, because yeah. now, mm-hmm. now it's different when you're like, oh, I'm doing okay and I'm just holding on. Mm-hmm. But when the, uh, at the at the thought or the prospect of not being able to play professionally, right? When you get it back, right? Yeah, you could, yeah it's probably you a lot easier for you to yeah, yeah. To appreciate mm-hmm. that and say, you know what, I'm not worried about the score. I'm going to implement these changes because they're working. Right, right, absolutely. Uh, speaking of our practice and stuff like that, LB, you, uh, I think you said Rodney sent this to you? Yeah. Our, this whole uh, thing about the way pros practice versus yeah. amateurs. And it's kind of like a chart. Thing. We should we should find a way to put that on our Instagram and Facebook uh, and stuff like that for people to see it. Yeah, I could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could do this. Um, so he got, uh, yeah, it's come from our, uh, our Louisville correspondent, uh, Rodney Evans. Uh, he sent this to me. Uh, it was a, a Golf, de- Golf Digest uh, article he uh, plagiarized, I guess, or whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so basically, it it, it shows when you. I, I will post it at some point here. I'll try and do it yeah. in, in the next few days. Um, it, it basically shows how the pros practice and how we we being amateurs how we practice our shots. So let's say you have fifty balls and you go on on your on your range time before you before your uh, round. Think about this. How many balls do you hit on wedges? How many balls do you hit from the driver? How many balls are irons? That kind of thing. Just an example. So the pros might hit, out of 50 balls, the pros might hit 25 wedges. Well, so half their balls out of 50, half, half of their them balls are going right, to wedges. Right. Or wedges. Short game. And on the, on, the, on the amateurs, we might hit 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it is is just is a complete difference in how we how we practice compared to how they practice. Yeah. Um we hit more drivers, they hit more irons. You know, we mm-hmm. hit more mid irons, they hit more wedges. Um they're trying to score, we just trying to gouge and bomb. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's basically the big difference that I see in in how this goes. We are trying to do a lot of we're trying to hit long irons and and drivers. And they're trying to get low with their scoring. They're practicing more with their scoring irons. Mm-hmm. We're practicing more with our long irons and, and, and driver. Right. Closer to the hole, further from the hole. Right. 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 Exactly. Exactly. So that's the gist of it. And, it, and, I, and we talk about this all the time because when I go to the range, I like – I enjoy hitting wedges. I was going to say, what, you spend a lot of time at that short game area at Blue Right. Mass. And yeah. that's because I, I – well – 
I enjoy it, and then I guess because I enjoy it, I got good at it. So now I enjoy it more because I'm good at it. It's right. You know what it I mean? Shows, yeah. So uh, that's one of the reasons why I go. And usually I go there because it's never crowded. Because yeah, <laughs> everybody else is at the driver yeah, range. Everybody else is at the driver range. And me. Right. <laughs> and there's nobody at the short game area. So I you can usually get it by myself. And I just, I like hitting. I like, the, the one thing I think that I, that I do like about the short game area and wedges is you do get the opportunity to be creative. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. with a driver, I mean, you can make it fade, you can make it draw. I mean, it's pretty much all you got. Right. You know what I mean? But wedge, you can hit flop shots, you can hit runners, you can hit pitch. You know what I mean? You can do but all kinds of things with wedges. You're trying to pinpoint it. You're trying to place that shot, get close mm-hmm. to the hole. Right. 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 So, yeah, and there's a lot of, I, I don't know. I just enjoy wedges, so that's why I hit most of them. But obviously, the, well, I guess the, what you should take away from this this little discussion is you need to hit more wedges. <laughs> right, basically. Yeah, no, hit more yeah. wedges. Hit yeah. more wedges. Right. Yeah, because it, it, it doesn't really, you know, if you hit a, if you can hit your driver and you in the rough or whatever, um, and you can get, if you can get inside 150, it doesn't matter if you can, can't get the, if you, if you can get to 150 and then you're going to hit your wedge, you know, screwy, mm-hmm. what'd you, what'd you accomplish? How many times you know did that I mean? happen where, whether we hit a crazy drive and we're like 120 away mm-hmm. or, we had two great shots. We're just a little bit short of the green, right. mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, this is I'm sixty right. yards away. Right? How many times? Uh, all ten years of my playing, except this year. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I should yeah. be able to put this right on the green. Right? And you yeah. blade it over the back. Exactly. Of the in our group, yeah. it was, chunk it, was, it, and you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Yeah. In our group, it was a it was a brown. That's what we mm-hmm. call a brown. Yeah. <laughs> it was basically, I was out there basically looking like um. Uh, like like when they called Clayton in in the in the seventh and eighth inning. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, basically, so if you can imagine, yeah, I get up there and I hit this smoke drive, and in the past uh-huh. it was like oh, a nice shot or whatever. And then when we pull up to the ball, you know, fifty yards from the hole, uh-huh. I can see everybody just kind of looking at the corner of the eye with the side eye, like, uh-huh. oh, well, yeah, good luck, man. See what you're gonna do. And then chuck it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, oh again. <laughs> oh, and he, oh, bla- he bladed the chip, bro. I've been like fifty, sixty yards out from the hole yep. and made eights. Yep. Yeah. 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 Watch it. Short game. Short game. <laughs> Brand Snedeker said it. Go to one of the uh, go to the show uh, archive show when we talked about the TPC Potomac with Brand Snedeker. He talked about short game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tiger memoirs. Yeah, yeah. Tiger is writing. Uh, well, I guess he's not really writing. He's probably dictating to somebody. Yeah, somebody's, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they have a. I was looking to see how much they was going to give it, but they didn't say. Uh, he's ha- he's writing his memoirs, and it's going to be. You know, he he talked about how. Um, you know, everybody's been writing stuff about him his entire life. Right. Right? Everybody's been writing stuff about him, and he was saying it's time for him to tell the actual truth because mm-hmm. everything has a bit of some truth. Some stuff is not and not true, whatever. So he wants to um, set the record straight, I guess, really? and uh, put it in his own words. He says, uh, "He said it's in my words and express and expressions, huh? It's in my words and expresses. I'm sorry, my thoughts. Mm-hmm. It describes how I feel and what's." Uh, uh, happened in my life. I've been working at it steadily, and I'm looking forward to continuing the process and creating a book that people will want to read. Um, people will read it, Tiger. If you make yeah. it scandalous, right? <laughs> well, that's true. I'm not going to read it either way because that ain't what I do. Uh, nah, well, I read we'll articles. See. I don't read books. <laughs> and with that, ladies and gentlemen, thank God it's good as you listen to podcasts. It's a like golf DMV on Federal News Network. See you next week. Good night. <laughs>